Yo, what up, podcast? It is Danny Neth with Gardening for Gains, and it is Tuesday morning, April 10th, I believe, and uh, just heading to work right now, and just wanted to kind of spit some stuff as I was heading to work, some stuff I've been thinking about, um, and just some updates on the garden, too. Uh, you know, we got a lot going on. This year is a lot different than last year. Uh, you know, last year we really had like a lit it was, it was a weird winter like the winter went kind of long um you know still around this time last year still in like a freezing temps so really the only thing we planted out early was like garlic and onions so didn't really take like a risk with any of the others uh cold crops like kale or lettuce or spinach or anything like that but this year we've you know i've taken that jump taken that leap uh into the next you know, I feel like that's like the next tier of gardening where you're like kind of, you know, playing with the elements and like going against nature. Uh, you know, so I, I use frost blanket to protect some of the early stuff that we planted out, which like the first stuff we planted was onions, which really didn't need the frost protection, but like that blanket being over it helped keep the freaking squirrels out of it because they're digging in every other root pouch and every other pot that I've got in the garden. Um, so I'm like searching for another way to get around that where I'm not gonna have, I don't know, we'll see. I'm, I'm torn between like spraying like some hot pepper wax and which is like, you know, an all natural organic, but you know, I just don't know how like bad it's gonna smell. Um, you know, like what the after effects of that would be. So I, I don't know, I'm gonna have to test out a little plot and just see what, how that works out. Um, but other than that, just gonna try like some bird netting or insect netting or, or something like that. So hopefully that'll work. Um, you know, but, uh, you know, so that's some of the stuff we're just kind of battling with right now. Um, but you know, we did get the frost blanket over like our baby Choi and our kale and it protected most of it. You know, they were really young seedlings when we put them out. So that was a, that was another big issue. But, um, but you know, we've, we've had pretty steady temperatures. We've stayed above freezing for the last week or so. Um, so we also got out our lettuce, our spinach, and some celery and, and some more onions as well. So, um, you know, we're gonna be pretty well stocked and like, you know, I think probably by like May 1st to May 15th, we could have our first first real harvest, you know, and that's gonna be stuff like, like the lettuce, like the spinach, um, mizuna, arugula, radishes, and really, I think that should be about it. You know, it's probably some green onions and stuff like that. So we're gonna have a pretty healthy harvest for our first uh, first couple of boxes. It's gonna be a hell of a lot better than last year. Um, so now we just gotta hope that the temperatures kind of stay normal because it's like, yeah, we did have a little bit of a late later winter last year, but then we also just had, that led to us having no spring. Um, Cause it was like, <clears throat> you know, we had, we had 90s up into uh, you know at the end of March or at the end of May, which is pretty unheard of You know, sometimes we'll get snow in, in the beginning of May. So to be 90s at the end is pretty crazy um, So I think things are looking good this year. I think we've got a lot uh, a lot to look forward to a lot that we've really planned around and You know kind of our next step is just to keep things rolling and make sure that we're on track and you know now I'm gonna start kind of scheduling out um, you know, our harvest and, and what we anticipate to have when, and I think that's going to be, you know, a lot better than what we had last year. So, uh, you know, now I'm just looking at other things. I, I know we've got more lettuce in rotation. We've got some more onions on deck. 
Um, so we've got like a steady supply of that. We've got cauliflower. We've got another round of celery coming up. Um, so now really the challenge is just going to be like, how do we, uh, how do we offer all this and how do we fit it all in the garden? So, um, it, it's going to be really interesting to see, but it's like right now we've got the spinach and lettuce and some root pouches. And then, uh, you know, once those are only going to last for so long and pretty much by the time we get to our, get to planting out like our peppers and our uh, tomatoes and some of those other, you know, more sensitive crops, the crops that are more sensitive to the cold. Once we get those planted out in about another month, month and a half, um, you know, they're pretty much just going to take the spots of like the lettuce and the spinach and those leafy greens that are just kind of early seasonal. So, um, so, so that's another real big benefit of the root pouches. Is we're just kind of replacing, you know, all of our spots and, uh, you know, just replenishing whatever we're using up. So it's, it's a very interesting usage of the land. It's, it, and, and you know, and that's the thing too, is it's kind of like a mix between like a raised bed and container gardening. So, um, you know, it's just super unique and we just got the drip irrigation system set up. So that's another game changer. Like last year, just the time spent, um, with hand watering, the amount of water that goes into it, uh, the imprecision, the pressure of the water, you know, it can damage the plants. Um, so this year what I got is an adjust adjustable, um, drip sprinkler. And I think it comes on like a, th with like a three foot, um, like spaghetti tubing so that you can hook it into your main irrigation line so basically I just set the irrigation line down the uh, down the row of the pots and then you know I just go down and punch a hole every probably six inches and then put that drip that emitter in there and then I can adjust I can move them around too so if like I don't like where it's sitting in the pot or if I want to move it over to another pot I can always do that um, but really at this point I just need more emitters and then all of my pots are going to be pretty much watered automatically. I've just got to turn on the water and, uh, you know, it's going to be a real, real game changer because I can do that early in the morning I can do it at lunch and, you know, it doesn't bother the dogs. Like when I'm spraying water out of the watering wand, they just want to attack it and they love it. So, um, so it keeps them from barking, going ape. Uh, it keeps, you know, keeps me from using a ton of water, damaging plants, overwatering, watering too quickly. Um, so it's just gonna, I think we're gonna see a big, big difference in the plants. Um, you know, and another thing that I've got is I got this uh, Chapin Hydro Feed and basically you just hook, hook it into your hose line um, and it turns your hose line into like a fertigation system. So, and if you're not familiar with the, what that is, basically it just fertilizes as you irrigate. So that way I can inject um, like some mammoth pea, I can inject the fish fertilizer that I use, you know, even stuff like uh, the all natural insecticides or, um, or I shouldn't say insecticides, I should say biopesticides because it's basically like a beneficial fungus or a beneficial bacteria usually um, for pest control. But, you know, we can pretty much put all that sort of stuff through there. Even like things like um, nematodes, which is, you know, it's like some of them are bad in the soil, but there's also some beneficial ones. And that's something you can run through drip irrigation. So um, there's just a lot of options that we've got, a lot of different stuff that, you know, a lot of benefits that's going to come out of the... Uh, of having this drip system set up. So, uh, I'm really looking forward to it. I'm going to go, I'm going to make a video, um, you know, 
get things a little bit more dialed in and then make a video kind of explaining how we did it, um, give some recommendations for how you can set up your own system and, um, and you know, really just show, you know, how this is going to be such a game changer for the garden. So um, it's going to be an interesting year. I'm really psyched. So, um, you know, I just got to work, so I'm going to get cracking. We've got a lot of stuff going on. It's spring, our busiest time of the year. Uh, you know, growers, landscapers, everyone's getting all stocked up on their tools and supplies. So, um, you know, there's a lot of, a lot of work that goes behind that too. So, uh, so yeah, we're just going to get cracking. And uh, other than that, it looks like it's going to be a beautiful day. So I'm going to be able to get out in the garden after work um, and then tackle some of those tasks like adding in more emitters, um, and then also, uh, yeah, I think that's really about it. And just make sure that we get it dialed in, get our zones kind of figured out for irrigating. Um, and, uh, so yeah, we'll walk you through all that, but, uh, if you have any questions about gardening or need any tips, you know, leading up into the biz into that gardening season, um, you know, feel free to shoot me a message on here, give call into the anchor station or drop me a line on any social channels. Uh, but thanks for listening in, and as always, I appreciate it.